0: Right, you are listening to Rosehead, the definitive soccer podcast. Me, Joe Forrester, here with Hannah East and producer Mike, as always. And this week, much like Nice and Marseille fans, Romelu runs riot. And is it time to let Arteta go? Kind of works, doesn't it? And as Gareth Bale scores his first in the league at in two years, we tried to stay away because we find out what makes the Welshman tick. Plus, we've got Euro Roundup, some transfer tip bits and a look ahead to the Champions League draw. As I said, Hannah East is with me always. you right, Hannah? I'm good, thanks. You're a very mischievous mood today.
1: I think I am, yeah. Well, I haven't got childcare at all this week cuz all like schools and everything are shut. So, my 5-year-old is in the room next door with 28,000 snacks and the contents promised to him of the Argos catalogue if he just keeps quiet for the next 30 minutes. So, we used to
0: love the Argos catalogue. Is that still is that still a thing you go in and then you collect it from that weird counter?
1: Yeah, still the blue pens.
0: They don't have that in the US. It's basically the way Argos works is you go, you you Go in, you tell them what you, you want in the catalogue, they then go and get it from the back. So it's a shop with an added layer of <laughs> interference for no reason. It's absolutely no purpose. Yeah, what for. is the reasoning behind it? I've never I've never understood it. That there's no I can't work out any way because they've got just as many staff and there's as big a process, but I can't work out what the reason is. It, would it, to be. Stop it feels like really empty, doesn't it? It does.
2: I've got well, I guess cause because you're not you don't have anything on the shop floor, do you? So it's all just catalogue. It's not the most Enticing shop, really. Argos, is it? You go in there. There's a massive like floor with a few like catalogues and screens and and a massive like counter.
1: I remember once I um I used to go out with a guy, and uh, he he was like, "Oh, I've got you some, uh, got you a really expensive uh, ring for your birthday," and I was I knew it wasn't going to be an engagement ring, but I was like, "Oh, right, that's cute." He got me an Elizabeth Duke ring, but it was in the sale, and my finger went green after day three, (laughs) so we broke up. Oh. Yeah. I
0: used to get that with my fake uh, diamond earrings mm. with the silver casing. You used to make my ear go green.
1: Oh, Joe.
0: The other little voice you can hear is producer Mike. Mike, again, you're in a different room and you're dressed a bit like you're in um, <laughs> Brit gangster film and Danny Dyer vehicle, The Business.
2: Yeah, I'm wearing and I'm sporting an Arsenal retro uh, top today. I'm just lifting it up to show. I, can you see the little badge there? Well, you just look like you're dressed
0: like a drug dealer from the 80s.
2: <laughs> Yeah, essentially that that that's what I was going
0: for. Anyway, let's talk about the Premier League. Um Romelu Lukaku had a great debut, Mike. Arsenal not looking so good. What are your thoughts after the weekend?
2: Um, my thoughts are depression, depression, <laughs> anxiety, depression, awfulness. <laughs> um, to sum it up. Yeah, it was an awful day at the office and it's a pretty bad time for Arsenal fans at the moment. Um lukaku just bullied our defense and the worst thing was is that we knew it was going to happen but there was nothing in place to to stop it happening um so yeah it was it was terrible but there is some light on the horizon i think what's that (laughs) is that international break
1: (laughs) (laughs) well hopefully get rid of your covid cases maybe
2: yeah, look. At the end of the day, like I, I know that people saying it, it's an excuse that you, that you had loads of first team players out, but we literally like the entire spine of our team wasn't there. Like Ben White was out. Uh, Thomas Partey obviously got an injury in pre season in a preseason game, which was I can't remember if it was against Spurs or Chelsea. But why are we playing a preseason game against Spurs or Chelsea? It makes no sense. Like it's the most fiercely competitive rivalry that that we have. But anyway, yeah, a lo- we, we had a lot of players out um but yeah our, our preparation was affected but it's it, like plainly it's just not good enough and yeah the 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 fingers will be pointed at arteta ultimately because you look at the money spent um and yeah there's not a massive amount of improvement to the to the first team to the starting 11 there's improvements to the squad but that's not really good enough when you're trying to make up a deficit from like 8th place up to yeah. where they want to be which is like 4th so
1: do you want him out do you want him out mike
2: I, I would never fully say that I really want a manager out because I always think support the manager um until and until they're gone essentially. But I would say that I wouldn't be disappointed or upset if they were to get rid of him because the one thing that about Arteta that I think is really really let him down is that he hasn't he hasn't implemented a discernible style of football yet. Like you don't really know what he's about. Like I'll I would draw comparisons to like Nuno, even though he's his football will like send you to sleep. At least, like they have a style about them. Like they have a defensive style, and it works against the bigger teams. Where where Nuno and Wolves struggled a bit was against teams that they were expected to beat. So I expect them troubles to continue later on that, down the line. But the point is that when Klopp came in, he wanted to implement Gergen press. That happened. Obviously, Pep has his own style of football. That was G- evident Gagan, straight Gagan away. Press, even it's if not Ger- have... Gergen. No? <laughs> Jurgen press. He implemented Jurgen, yeah, and um, the counter-attacking football. Oh.
1: <laughs> I think a mouthwash.
2: But yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Like there, there was a style that you could see, even though it wasn't bringing results straight away. But with Arteta, I don't know what that is. Like it's not a defensive style. Um, there's not much like fluid attacking. Well, there's no fluid attacking going on whatsoever. So I think that's where he will be. That that could be the nail in the coffin for him at the end of the day. Because if you there's, if there's a project like people keep saying believe in the project, where well, it's like what is the project? What is the vision? Yeah. We don't know.
1: So do you agree with Joe then? If you think potentially, I know Joe joked about this, but do you need the international break? You need that recovery time. And do you think? Yeah. Y- are you hoping as a fan that Arsenal are kind of going to reset, learn from what's happened at the start of this uh, season? It's only been a few weeks. You know anything can happen. They can change it round. Do you think mm. that change is realistic?
2: Well, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? Because when you start the season so poorly, mm. I th- I almost think that that goes out the window. Like if, if they lose to Man City, it could be it could be three games in a row. Yeah. Um, And then after international break, I think it's uh, Burnley, Norwich and then Spurs coming up. I and mean, if they lose in North London derby, I think it's one of them situations where they'll have to they'll have to just do it. They'll have to get rid of him because yeah. they won't. Like the fans will turn, like the fans are already booing at half time and full time at the Emirates. Yeah, which is it's uh, a bad situation Chelsea, that,
1: so. when fans are doing that on week yeah. two, isn't it to the manager?
2: Yeah, exactly. When every single other team got got a lift by having yeah. fans back, um, like Arsenal were just the complete opposite. So yeah.
0: you're probably looking as well at that Norwich game and that Burnley game and thinking, "Well, it's, it's important to get points on the board, reach that magic forty point mark." To keep you in the division, that's got no. That's oh. got to be part. Of, that that's going to nice. be part of your thinking now, Mike.
2: No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. I don't think that justifies
0: an answer. Um, Hannah, yeah, Romelu Lukaku's pretty good, isn't
1: he? I mean, he does. I said he was an Adonis last week, didn't I? Um, yeah, I thought he looked phenomenal, and uh, there was obviously going to be expectation and pressure on him. I don't look at him like he's a previous United player. Um, He's, he's obviously, as we, we've we touched on a few times already in the podcast, like he's he's come back a more mature player, more experienced, he's got more credentials. And I think he was, he credit to Chelsea, I think they've done what other Premier League teams maybe in the top six should do. You identify that gap, you identify the type of player that you need, and then you go and buy them. It's mm. very simple, but for some reason, a lot of the top teams are not identifying the gaps that they've got until it's too late, until it's almost like the fans are voicing it and chanting it and shouting and, and losing respect for the manager. And then those that manager goes out, you get a new manager in and that manager will just buy the player that... The, the previous manager, manager should have bought in the first place. You know, I, I thought at the start of the season, I was like, oh, you know, Man City, they're going to, you know, get uh, smash the um, smash the points this season. They may still do that. But I think Chelsea, as, as you said in week one, Mike, they're the team to watch. And they, they've they identified, you know, we've established that already, identified it, of course, we have. He's so pleased
0: two. with himself that you gave him a little shout out there. <laughs> no. But it's true though.
1: I just, I can't believe how much I underestimated Chelsea. If you watch them, their performance, at the, the weekend and looked at their bench yeah, it's like where where was my head at the point of the start of this season why have I not got more Chelsea teams uh, Chelsea players sorry in my, um, in my fantasy football
0: Can I say I also said Chelsea would win the league but as with everything in this <laughs> podcast it's just I feel like I'm your imaginary friend <laughs>
1: I don't think I you did say that though, did you? Because you were so engrossed, like in Harry Kane <laughs> off and saying, you no, know, I, we're, I we're, you where did where are you go to go? What is your statement and all this? But Mike was the one that said, listen... <laughs> <I> think- Mike,
0: <laughs> you brought up the statement!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look how much up you get. Um, but yeah, that's that's my uh, my take on Chelsea. I thought it was a fantastic performance at the weekend and looking forward to, to watching them play for the rest of this season, for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Spurs beat Wolves, I mean, to be honest. I thought Wolves could have and should have won it. Adama Traore had a really good chance to win the game, Mike, but it looks like he's going to be plying his trade soon at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. What do you think of that?
2: Yeah, he, he was a menace, wasn't he? But um, much like Adama Traore, he saw sort of, you know, get into, the, get into the box and scuffing it, which is what he did. And he could have actually, you know, scored for Wolves, but he, he missed a sitter. Uh, yeah, he, he, you know are you looking at me like he didn't? He did.
0: No, he did. Yeah, he with you. did. Yeah. No, I he no, did I, yeah, I was waiting for something weird to come, then. But do you know what? Because right. there is a lot of chat that Nuno wants to sign him at Spurs. I would love him. I think he's such a dangerous player, and he reminds me of. And I'm not. I'm really not comparing him quality wise. Love your comparisons. But do you remember when Ronaldo was first at United? And he was this kind of skinny beanpole lollipop merchant that all he kind of did was these little tricks, but it never really worked. And then he became much more direct, which to be fair, Traore is, but he also obviously went away and worked on his finishing a lot Mm -hmm. and was just such a better player. Now, obviously he's not Cristiano Ronaldo, but given how quick he is, given how strong he is, and also he's so good at running with the ball at his feet, technically he's very good until he's got a cross or a finish to produce. If you get him in training and work on his finishing... He could be an absolute, as you said, Mike, a menace. Hannah, do you think he would do all right at Spurs?
1: Well, would Spurs be the right place to go? I mean, yes, I'm not sure. I mean, Spurs have done well in the last two games, but I think, you know, there's there's potentially problems there. I'm not sure that Spurs would be the right team to go to. I mean, as a player, would you want to take, it's a bit of a risk going to Spurs right now, isn't it? It would be a risk to go to Spurs. It would be a risk to go to Arsenal as well. Um, but I'm... <laughs> it would be
0: mental to go to Arsenal.
1: <laughs> but or Spurs as well, Joe. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm kind of on the fence with uh, with that.
0: Disappointing day at the office for United, though, Hannah.
1: I do Well, yeah, a little bit disappointed with the draw. Um, the first 20 minutes disappointment um, for sure um, for the team for the performance I didn't think that in, in the midfield I, uh, we had kind of defensive midfielders in there and it just the ball was getting passed too much side to side with no sort of mem- momentum going forward I was hoping after the first week of smashing leads, I was like we're going to have a lot of momentum going into this game but I just didn't feel that we had enough bite um, certainly for the first half um, um, so I, I was a little bit disappointed with the, their overall performance but you know we've got we'll take the point it's fine we can progress and move forward from it so wasn't massively disappointed
0: Arsenal got City up next Liverpool taking on Chelsea it's a big game Liverpool haven't really been tested so far be interested to yeah. see how they do because they have looked pretty good thus far also Worth probably pointing out, it is the Champions League draw this week. We're going to be telling you a little bit more about who's got who and what all that means and stuff next week. But just to let you know, there are 26 teams that have qualified for the group stage automatically with a further six sides progressing via the playoff. Spain have five qualifiers, four through their finish in the Liga plus Villarreal after winning the Europa League. Obviously, Chelsea are in it as well as defending champions. We'll tell you all about it next week. Right, I'm quite excited now because we have a moment of what I would consider to be rare professionalism on this show. And I feel a bit anxious about it because I've written an actual European roundup.
1: Have you? Yeah. And I just get oh, wow. worried about,
0: a, about looking at you two while I do it. Well, it's probably
1: best, it, probably best that I just keep quiet. <laughs> well, it's just. quite normal yeah. content. Okay. So
0: it, it, I'm just going to, just because people were interested in European football and we've got it in the blurb of the show. So I thought I may as well mention it. Right. <laughs> so. Memphis Depay scored his first goal for Barcelona to salvage a one all draw at Atletico Bilbao um, on Saturday. And Real Madrid and Levante had a six-goal thriller, saw Gareth Bale's first La Liga goal since 2019. So that's exciting and we'll be listening wow, to... Wow, that's a long time. Jesus Christ, Gareth. He has been on loan for a year though, so it's slightly misleading that. But he will be We'll be looking at his interview that he did in The Guardian this week. And let me tell you, it's really scintillating mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, it's very exciting. much the Frost Nixon of 2021. Um, Freiburg rose to second in the Bundesliga. Thanks to a gritty 2-1 win over Dortmund. Um, it was a week of great de- debuts in Italy. As Edin Dzeko was on target, as Inter got their Serie A title off to a great no, title defence after a flying start by a thrashing Genoa 4-0. And Jose Mourinho is back. The bitch is back. Tammy Abraham got two assists and helped Roma make a winning league start under Mourinho with a victory over Fiorentina in a game that had two red cards. Also worth pointing out, there's been several fights in the Roma pre-season friendly. So good to see that Mourinho hasn't lost any of his old edge. <laughs> While in France, and I left the names in here intentionally because I like them, in France, goals from Ignatius Ganago and substitute Thamon Bantha gave Lens a 2-0 win at Monaco and piled the pressure on home manager Nico Kovac as both teams finished with 10 men in their league a clash with champions Lille, who, oh, oh no, sorry, and champions Lille <laughs> maintained their winless start to the season after a draw with Saint-Etienne. Right, everybody understand?
1: Yeah, totes. There's only a yeah, few stutters there, up. Joe. That was good. Well done. Proud of you.
0: Literally, literally my job.
1: <laughs> Me and Mike were like, don't speak, don't speak.
0: So, do you know what? I might, I might just streamline that for the next episode. I want to get the European football in, but let's not have too that much. Was that was, great. was really good. Do you like game. it, Mike? Yeah, let's I loved guys. it. It was very concise. Another thing that was exciting this week that happened in European football, Nice took on Marseille and there was a, I would say, 50 to 100 man brawl on the pitch, which started after a Nice fan threw a bottle of wee at Dimitri Payet.
1: Was it actually a hit- bottle of wee?
0: I think it was actual wee, actual human urine. Although I saw a video on Instagram this week that suggests that urine's quite good for you. So I don't know what you're yeah, saying. So you upset about. Yeah, if you get stung at.
1: by a jellyfish, it is.
0: Well, apparently i watched two people on Instagram as well, gurgling it, gurgling each other's actually. And also wiping you it watch on their You watched something
1: face. on Instagram where two people were gurgling each other's urine. What? Pardon? <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> it's what Joe gets up to his my god! Time,
1: really? Your search history must be off the scale. You no, know, somebody posted it on their story. Yeah, yeah, a did. Yeah, the, yeah. Somebody the, just randomly yeah. posted it and you <laughs> saw it. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um, At two a.m. They, last night. But they swap <laughs> cups of wee and then they like rub it on their face, brush their teeth with it. It's stuff that people get. People make like breast milk flan and stuff, don't they? People yeah, but get. Breast up to all
1: sorts. milk has got nutrients in it. Like loads of my friends have drunk my breast milk. <laughs> Yeah, no, which, they haven't. honestly, gone to vodka revs numerous occasions. Quickly expressed, like you know, I told you, I've got like a pressure washer when I've got kids, and uh, sprayed um, milk into a shot glass. And rather than having the chili shot, it's like what? who's got the breast milk? Yeah, it's a thing. It's really know, you are good are for mental.
0: You. Hannah, can I just say my mother in law's <laughs> drunk never... it.
1: <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> it's really good for you. It's full of bodybuilders buy it. I thought about selling it on the black market, but I didn't want to go too too risque um, in case someone got like an infection or something. But it's really good. That's for what you're you worried about. Yeah. Look, <laughs> To go back to you searching for people um, drinking no, and no, rubbing your. No, no, <laughs> no, no, can, yeah.
0: <laughs> can I just say, as a general rule of thumb in life, you should never drink something that comes out of a friend or family member. That's just my rule.
1: I'm sorry, you've got to have some a Special it? friends, though.
0: That's, different. <laughs> that's but, different.
1: Hannah East. Yeah, that. Well, honestly, it's completely. You two look totally disgusted. If I got five of my friends in here, obviously I don't like. I don't produce milk anymore. But you know, back in the day, um, I, shot, shot. <laughs> and if I said to five friends, "Do you want a shot on my breast milk?" They'd be like, "Yeah, why not? I'd warm it up a bit."
2: Oh, just for the balance? Yeah,
1: and they'd be like, "Wow, that's full of nutrients. Feel great." <laughs>
0: But that doesn't make it normal, that just means your friends are lunatics Weird. as well. That's just like, yeah, if I got five other members of the cult <laughs> in here, then they'd be up for it. I don't know what's so wrong with you
1: guys. You do. so disgusting. I'll tell you what, if you have kids in years to come, you'll be like, I know what Hannah yeah. meant now. If your partner no. will be like, Do you want some breast milk? you'd be like, Yeah. Probably just try it, but I wouldn't breast. like
2: be shotting it at a club, Hannah. Like it's it's, it's a bit different. On can everyone stop out. drinking breast milk? <laughs> it's just no. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm I'm saying I'd try it. I'm not of course
1: saying that you I would. Listen, it. if I have another baby, I'm going to save some for both of you, and you can have some shots of it. You, it'll be great for your skin and your hair and your nails. And
0: well, thank God I'm never invited to any of the. Yeah, you, you, you won't have do. any because <laughs>
1: it'll it. be Mike. You'll have gallons yeah. of the stuff.
0: I'll I'll just get a soggy jiffy bag through the post. Soggy
1: biscuit <laughs> through the post. Oh.
0: <laughs> well, I mean,
1: urine. That's urine. Go back to it. You were talking about urine.
0: Look, there was a big fight on the pitch in Nice, Marseille, and I think that's pretty much that's pretty much all we've got to say. Another another thing I should say though, and it's a sad moment for the Premier League because Jordan Shaqiri has completed a nine and a half million pound move from Liverpool to Lyon. He's on a three year contract. Um, Hannah, are you sad to see the Premier League's favourite Chode go? Well,
1: <laughs> favourite Chode, what was his reason actually for leaving? He just wanted more um, more matches. Do you want to play I get, more? Well,
0: I guess he's he's not getting any playing time but he's i love i love a player who's kind of he's, well, he's he's as wide as he is tall isn't he and he is a chode and he's a Mike, do they have chodes in america do you or do we need to explain what a chode is
1: i don't know what it is
0: yeah i think you probably do need to explain so a chode is a colloquial term i believe it's just british for a penis that is as thick as it is wide or certainly significantly thicker than you would expect it to be so it often gets compared to a coke can as well so that's a chode so Mm. look down and you might have a chode and if you do it's fine because everything's fine because it's 2021 so whatever good luck to you
2: apparently that's that's a lot of girls preference like long and skinny just just isn't the way apparently so i hear what if you've got
0: short and skinny so they like Short sure and skinny, <laughs> you might as well just give up and
1: just go home, like a portobello oh, yeah. mushroom. Nobody needs that. I didn't know what oh, a no, chode was.
2: Like I didn't
1: know. What, I didn't know what a chode. Now was. You
2: know, this is an educational show. See, I'm so
1: pleased I'm part of this, Joe, because if you would not have said that word today, I would never have known what it is. And I think when you said a chode, I went <laughs> and carried on, but I didn't know what it was. So it's a <laughs> it's a square penis.
0: Yeah, or just a as a an, a. Noticeably wide, Willy.
1: A chunk, <laughs> if you like. <laughs> I nearly said a wide on. Cut that bit out.
0: <laughs> if, oh, I quite like the idea of a wide on, That's... but I don't know. Yeah, I've I've heard that the girls like that. Anyway, look, if you are a girl or a guy, whatever, and you prefer a chode to a long one, or you prefer a short thin one, then do <laughs> do less. No, at all <laughs> or yeah it's like a Dairy Lee Dunker or at Edge Pod oh we've certainly done some dunking uh, oh come on in cheese oh
1: dear oh, oh, you've said a Dairy Lee Dunker
0: a little bit <laughs> on Instagram <laughs> right. oh,
1: dear. Uh,
0: Gareth Bale did an interview in the Guardian this week uh, it was hotly anticipated um I don't know if you guys saw it, but he answered some of life's big questions, including what's your greatest fear? What's your most treasured possession? Uh, what's your favorite word? How do you relax? Is it better to give or to receive? And Gareth has always lit up the, the pages of the broadsheet with his sparkling answers. Um, he said his greatest fear is not being the best version of himself in football and in life. When asked who would play you in the film of yourself, he said, I wouldn't want anyone else to play me. It's not getting made then is it <laughs> no, one's, no one's watching that do you know what his guiltiest pleasure is hannah tell me he li- <laughs> well, <laughs> he he likes watching the pga tour until late at night
1: i mean the banter in that oh. house do you know what stressed me out the most about his whole interview when he says he doesn't struggle to sleep he's got three kids hasn't he
0: well, he's in a different wing, I'd imagine.
1: Uh, yeah, I probably yeah, imagine he needs to get a taxi to the. Yeah, I, I imagine his partner would find that really irritating.
0: Isn't she a criminal? That might be. Is she, or is it slanderous? Not, I can't. Is it can not say family? No.
1: Family members have had a few <laughs> issues.
0: Can I? Right. So what I just said was wrong. All right, we don't know, and I'm very sorry, and I didn't mean it. Does that cover us legally, Mike? You've got a journalist degree, haven't you? No, probably not. You need to. Okay, sorry, okay. Gareth, and whatever I said was a joke and I didn't mean it. There you go, that's it. But I thought maybe we could answer some of the questions that he answered in oh, his goodness. interview.
1: right? Hannah,
0: I want to ask you, yeah. who would play you in the film of your life?
1: Oh, somebody like Jim uh, Carrey? Uh, not Shirley
0: from EastEnders. Yeah, that Shirley from EastEnders.
1: EastEnders. <laughs> nice one, banter. Um, or oh.
2: <laughs> she's really upset. Peggy that Mitchell. Time.
1: Oh, Shirley. Every time I see a picture of her, I think of you two. Um, Boy, Shirley. Awful. Uh, but yeah, I think somebody like Jim Carrey. What? Yeah, with a wig Sorry, on. Sorry, what? Jim Carrey with a wig on. He's literally my favourite person on the planet. I think he's amazing. Who would play you, Joe? Yeah, but right. Well, oh no. Hang on. But can we
0: be like, realistic about it, Anna, please. Well, to be fair, Ben Kingsley did play Gandhi and blacked up, didn't he? So I mean, but that was the eighties when like people weren't like that's a bit racist. You probably shouldn't do that. Ben, he just did it and won an Oscar. But so maybe Jim Carrey could get an Oscar. happen. Yeah, or an Joanne Froggatt.
1: Maybe Joanne Froggatt. Well, she would well, no, but
0: that's too different because you've gone for one person who looks like you and one person <laughs> who you like because he's in the mask. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. no rival reason. <laughs> Well, in that case, I'll have Denzel Washington.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: What's your guiltiest pleasure, Hannah, apart from drinking breast milk?
1: Oh, guiltiest pleasure. Oh, ask Mike and I'll have a think.
0: Mike, what's Hannah's guiltiest pleasure? (laughs) 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 What's your guiltiest pleasure?
2: (laughs) Um, That's a really difficult... There's so many. There's so many. It's the nature of an
0: interview, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Can can you answer yours first? Like,
0: give me time to think about it.
1: Um set the tone. <laughs> so I quite
0: like getting buckets of fried chicken and eating only the skin and dipping it in mayonnaise.
2: Oh Joe.
1: Do you?
0: Would you do the rest of the chicken?
1: Wait well, a little bit of it.
0: <laughs> but no, but what, but what, what are you do? <laughs> But what you do, like, so you, you kind of pull the skin off and you pull a little bit of chicken off, make like a little skin cigar, dip it in the mayo. Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt.
1: And do you keep the hair on it? <laughs> on the skin? They don't
0: have hair. No, KFC it's done quite well, so they don't have...
1: Sometimes, though. What would you do if you saw a hair on it? Would you just eat it?
0: Chickens don't, Do chickens have hairs? They've got feathers, haven't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know they've got feathers. But... Yeah,
1: but like you get little bits of hair.
0: Well, not a KFC. The colonel's very thorough. Okay. <laughs> With these genetically engineered... <laughs> Horribly treated chickens. I haven't done it for a while, but I do quite like doing that. That's one of the, my favourite things I like to do. That's, that's disgusting, Joe. Well, Hannah drinks breast milk, so we've all got <laughs> our problems. <Yeah>. Right? <laughs> oh, we're all trying. Do you to have be- a fear, Mike? or do you do? You, oh, no, guilty pleasure. Sorry, do you have a guilty pleasure?
2: Um, so it's probably why I'm so messed up in the head. But when I was at school, I used to um eat the the Pritt stick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you and it like yeah not, it, not, or... not like eat not like eat kit?
2: chunks of it yeah just like just just like lick it like an ice cream essentially um because i was just bored like it's, it's not pva glue prit stick is like a is like, like a, a Yuhu glue glue yeah <laughs> yeah basically it just okay. it, it tasted like bubble gum and i just really enjoyed it like I, I, I can't say
0: i've carried that on into my later life but at the time but also the problem with that is it doesn't alleviate boredom. You're then just bored with glue on your tongue. <laughs> so it's not like yeah, you're you making it. All together. Well no, but that's just that's just like eating though, isn't it? Do you know well no, because that gives you pleasure. And it, it Yeah, it didn't give me
2: pleasure much. at the time. A
0: very twisted pleasure, but pleasure nonetheless. If we if we do, like do a rose Christmas party, should we drink breast milk and lick glue sticks and <laughs> when we'll just get thrown out of the vodka revs that we're in? <laughs>
1: Take chickens, that hairy sounds, chicken skin in fantastic.
0: with us. Do you know what I did used to like though at school? You know when you put your fingers in PVA glue and then it as it's semi-drying, yeah, and it sort of stretches. Put your face stuff. in it. I, I sometimes pour candle wax on myself because yeah. I like it as it gets a little bit <laughs> hot and then pull that off.
1: <laughs> you can see your <laughs> fingerprint. Woo!
0: Oh yeah, well, that's lovely. That and I sometimes imagine like I'm a medieval king and I would use that as my seal on a letter. Okay. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> don't get it. Um, and just finally, Hannah, can I just ask you, is it better to give or to receive?
1: <laughs> um, well, depends who you're with, uh, given that I'm... <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's flustered.
1: Always to receive.
0: <laughs> really? That's quite selfish of you. <laughs> yeah. Mike, you're a giver, Depends if
1: it's a weeknight or a weekend and I've had a drink.
0: If it's yeah, been... fully... Yeah.
2: It fully depends on, on the context, but um, I would say give her most of the time, yeah, I have to say.
0: No matter what, if it's Christmas, birthday, anniversary, yeah, it's all about whatever, presents, yeah. Yeah, I'd always rather give. Always rather yeah. give that present.
1: Whereas I, on the yeah. other hand, would always rather receive. <laughs> Selfish bitch.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. I think that, I think that is <laughs> the most perfect point to leave it. Um, that's it for this week. Hannah, thank you very thank much. Thank you. Mike, thank you very much. Cheers. Um, If you want to get in touch with us, and there's, I mean, let's be honest, there's a smorgasbord of things you're going to want to have a look at and dissect and get in touch about. It's Rosehead Soccer on Twitter and it's Rosehead Pod on Instagram. I'll probably thank you again because I did it the wrong way around. Mike, thank you. Cheers. Anna, thank you. Cheers. See you next time. Bye.